0: hi everyone i'm your host griffin and
1: i'm the other host logan
0: and this is the finding fitness podcast
1: heck yes
0: Welcome or welcome back to Finding Fitness, the show where we discuss all things fitness and health related, with the goal of helping everyone find their own version of fitness through the topics and discussions we have on this podcast. If you haven't yet, go hit follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave up to a five star rating and review. Both of those are free, easy ways to support this show. Thank you. For today's episode, we are discussing how to bring up a lagging body part. So you might want to do this for a couple reasons. It could be aesthetics, like maybe you want. A bigger butt let's say or you want a bigger chest or bigger biceps or whatever you name it I think everyone that trains kind of has one of those body parts that they're like I just wish this looked a little bigger or it was mm-hmm. a little leaner or maybe it's a performance thing I want my you know hamstrings to be more muscular so maybe it'd be more explosive he even me something like that but most of the time um, it's the way it looks but it also could just be performance as well yes and this is super common for people that are just starting out lifting and then people that have been lifting for a long time too mm-hmm. it's not really uh you know this just only happens to beginners this only happens to like expert lifters no it's kind of both and somewhere in the middle as well and this is basically when your body seems to respond well and grow in response to workouts but a couple of your muscles one whatever just doesn't seem to respond the same
1: yeah and so, it can be frustrating
0: yeah very frustrating And we're always talking about the big compound movements like the squat, the bench, the deadlift, overhead press, etc. And these are pretty much the most effective exercises you can be doing and the ones you really should have at the foundation of your programming. Mm -hmm. And these require multiple muscle groups to to perform them. And it can be hard to bring up a muscle this way. And legging body parts, it can be hard to target those as well um, when we're doing compound lifts that are multiple muscle groups when it's not just isolated to one and that means we're we're missing out on gains like if we have a legging muscle group that's preventing us from going up in weight let's say mm-hmm. if our shoulders aren't growing or we're not connecting to them so every time we're doing an overhead press we're just you know using our legs to get it up over our head and our biceps or even you know our chest a little bit back instead of our shoulders we're missing out on growing our shoulders we're not connecting and then you're doing the movement wrong so it's, well, yeah it's not what we want so, first tip is to start your workout with the muscle group first that you want to bring up. So, even if it's an accessory muscle group, even if it's calves, biceps, whatever, start with the it first. It's important to send the signal to your body that this is a pr- this is a priority. We need to bring up this body part. And the start of your workout is when you have the most energy. Mm-hmm. It's easier to connect to your muscle right away in the beginning. Your you know your CNS isn't exhausted. If you're trying to bring up your glutes and you start with bench and then you do overhead press and you do barbell row and then you're going to have and then you do squat and then you do hip thrust by the time you get to those you're going to be tired Mm -hmm. you're not going to yeah you might connect still yeah you might you know get something out of it but you're not as good as if you put at the front of your workout when you make it a priority not only um for your body to be like okay this is a priority they're putting a lot of effort into this muscle group yeah let's send you know we're going to send muscle fibers there to repair this broken down tissue. And then, again, you're going to have the most energy. It's easier to focus on establishing that mind-muscle connection mm-hmm. right at the beginning instead of, you know, six exercises in when you've, you know, already done six other things. Yeah. Especially if there are big movements that, you know, are going to exhaust you.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, making sure that you're putting that lagging body part at the beginning and, like, maybe other parts of your body respond well. So that's where you want to put those at the end of your workout
0: yeah you could do it that way if you have muscle groups that are just always responding they connect super easy yeah if this is the case you have a legging part you want to bring up
1: mm-hmm. definitely
0: do it that way because again you're making a priority the the muscle group you always can connect to you're still going to mm-hmm. get the connection but you're still making the legging one a priority and then you can get to a place hopefully where you know you can kind of pick and choose where you're mm-hmm. always connecting you know
1: yeah and i know that sometimes Um, I can just like, if, if something's towards the end of my workout, I'm like ready to be done. Like the last two, I'm just like, sometimes I rush it, which is not good. But if that's your, your legging body part at the end and you're just rushing it, like Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not going to get those gains. So that's where you just want to really prioritize. Mm
0: -hmm. Number two is to prime that body part. And often the biggest problem with a legging body part It's not being able to connect to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people that have been lifting know this feeling. Like you have that certain muscle group that you just can't seem to connect to. Can't seem to get like a pump in it. It's just you always feel like another muscle takes over. Whatever. I think a lot of people that have been lifting for a while know that feeling. It can be very frustrating. Yeah. And priming, this is basically activating a specific body part before going into a lift. And... This will help connect to that muscle, you know, unlock sticking points, get the blood pumping into the muscle and start building that mind muscle connection before you actually go into like a big compound lift or you know, an accessory isolation lift to target that muscle. And this makes a huge difference if you struggle to connect. And mm-hmm. again, the biggest problem with a lagging body part is establishing that connection and doing something um, to prime it. It's going to make a huge difference. And if it is lagging, hopefully You'll get to connect to it. You'll understand, okay, I do this motion. I connect to it. You know, Mm -hmm. figure out whatever that looks like for you sometimes. Different angles, activate it in different ways. And maybe you have to find a specific angle. Like maybe a single leg hip thrust is activating your glutes. A squat doesn't. So prime with the single leg hip thrust. And then glutes are going to be fired up. So then when you go to the squat, your body's like, your mind's Mm -hmm. connected to the glutes. Body's like, okay, my glutes are going. Let's use the glutes to get this done. A bands are great for this, you know. You can use super lightweight, um, you know. There's heavier bands, mm-hmm. bands in the middle, and you can kind of play with that.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that sometimes I've I've used it bands in the past as like super setting. So I'll start with a band, and that kind of gets it fired up, and then I'll go into something else, mm-hmm. and that seems to help me to like yeah. get connected with it.
0: Yeah, or you can use a light. You can use a barbell, you know, mm-hmm. nothing on it, or light dumbbells kettlebells something to just get things firing and use this as like your warm-up basically yeah and or you can get creative with body weight as well um the goal is just to connect to that to that muscle group and yeah uh, find a way whatever that looks like for you if it's bands if it's you know with five pound dumbbells with its body weight whatever mm-hmm. Just finding a way to connect to the muscle get it fired up if you have a sticking point whatever unlock that get a like getting like a little pre-pump like just getting blood flow to the muscles yeah. makes a big difference when you go in and and do a lift
1: and you could do this before your workout before you even start it or right before you do that exercise too Mm -hmm.
0: definitely next is to practice training unilaterally and start with the weaker side so what this means is training one side at a time so think like a lunge a bulgarian split squat Mm -hmm. a single arm shoulder press etc just doing one at a time instead of Bilateral, where it'd be like a squat or a bench press with the barbell, or you know, barbell overhead press where you're using both sides at the same time to to move the weight. This is one side at a time, so you can focus on addressing the weaker side if there's a weaker side, mm-hmm. and, the, and you want to start with the weaker side as well and make that decide how many reps you're going to do in weight. So, if you do yeah. say it's three sets of 10, that's what you have for your workout, and you start with your left side, let's say that's the weaker side and then you only get eight with that weight, then do eight with the right.
1: Even yeah. Even though
0: you could probably do ten, but you only got eight with the left. Uh-huh. So that way you can balance it out and still bring up that left side without going, you know, dominant on the right side. Yeah. So you have more of an imbalance. And you can f- focus on the connection here as well when you're training unilaterally. mm mm-hmm. um, Think about both arms at the time to do overhead press. A little bit harder to connect than if you just do, you know, left side first or right side first with a yeah. dumbbell. Um, you can control the the tempo a little easier. You can control the feel a little bit easier, um, especially if, a, if you have a hard time connecting. Um, yeah, but again, start with the weaker side. Let that dictate the amount of repetitions you do and the weight you do. And, yeah, go from there.
1: And I think that even if you find yourself, like, you're always starting with your right side. Like, for dumbbell row, I caught myself, like, always starting with my right side mm-hmm. and i was like you know i'm need to start with my left side and you know even just like switching that up even if it's not like a lagging body fart but just like if you catch yourself always starting with the same side switch things up
0: yeah yeah and you could develop you know in a balance if you never never train this way as well yeah um but not always that's, that's not always the case it's usually if you're doing those exercises wrong is where you're gonna develop an imbalance mm-hmm. or if you just have developed one naturally as you've just gone through your life with how you've sat with how you move um but yeah training unilaterally kind of can address those things um you know again you can focus on each side at a time it's easier for your brain to focus on that yeah obviously and it'll carry over to bilateral lifts as well so when you're you know yeah. a single arm dumbbell shoulder press and bulgarian those are both going to carry over to barbell overhead press and then mm-hmm. uh, barbell back squat as well Next is to focus on your frequency and adjust your volume. So hitting the legging muscle group more often throughout the week is going to tell your body it's a priority, so ideally two or three times per week instead of you know just one. Um, I would say try to get three. Yeah. Um, the more frequency, the better, but you also have to adjust for volume. So if you're going to be targeting a specific muscle group that you want to bring up more, you need to swap out that volume for something else. Otherwise, you could overtrain and you could be doing just a ton of junk volume yeah. and overtrain to a certain extent. So, you know, if you're doing, I don't know, ten sets of ex or that's twenty sets of exercises, yeah, um, per workout. Instead of adding on three more sets or whatever, swap out something so you're yeah. got seventeen and then add in three more sets for you know your glutes or whatever you want to bring up. Yeah. So that way. You know, you're not overtraining. I think that's a big thing um, people can look over as will just add Mm -hmm. on more volume. And they're like, why am I not progressing? Why am I, like, what's going on? Then they might feel more tired. They might feel more exhausted. And it's because they didn't adjust the volume back down. Yeah. Add in um, for the legging body part. And another thing you can do is on your off days to practice certain movements, to practice priming, to practice kind of activating that muscle, getting connected to it. So maybe, like, you struggle with a squat, let's say, Just taking time to go into the gym or whatever even at home and just practice you know the movement practice feeling your glutes let's say or your quads whatever one you want to bring up and um you know do some priming and just do a couple sets of air Mm -hmm. squats or with a barbell and slow controlled and really just go through the motions and feel it and almost you know just practice it on your off days yeah you don't really make a big carryover you don't
1: want it to be like a session where you're sweating and Mm -hmm. it's definitely just you're trying to get better at it
0: yeah Next, this is a big part of it, and this kind of goes with the priming. It's to focus on the mind-muscle connection over the weight. Again, the biggest problem here is not being able to connect to the muscle. Um, that's why it's lagging. That's why you're struggling to bring it up in most cases. And it doesn't matter how much weight you can move if you're doing the, the exercise improperly and you're not connecting. When we're talking about trying to bring up you know, a certain muscle group, if you can move... 300 pounds on the squat but you're not connecting to the quads when you want to bring those up I mean what's the point like yeah they're probably going to grow a little bit just off of you know just the movement Mm -hmm. but if it's something you really want to target something you really want to focus on you're not going to get the full benefits that way so focus on the mind muscle connection over the weight if that means going down 20 pounds you know that's okay it might hurt your ego a little bit you kind of have to let that go yeah if you want you know to bring up that muscle and it allows you to focus more on one specific muscle group at a time when you're focusing on the mind-muscle connection as well, mm-hmm. instead of just as much weight as you can, which there's time and a place for lifting that way, right? Like yeah. In terms of just building overall strength, um, where you just want to move as much weight as you can, and but, you're not focused on connecting, which is yeah. more of like, you know, you consider like a bodybuilder type style of training, where it's just all about connection, all about pump.
1: Aesthetics.
0: Yeah. Um, here trying to bring up a legging body part we don't want to focus so much on strength obviously that's part of it because you want to get stronger and you want to you know progressively overload but if you're not connecting you're not going to bring it up Mm -hmm. uh, maybe over a long period of time but most people don't want to wait that long yeah and ideally you would be focusing on you know the pump focusing on the squeeze focusing on connecting to it and that'll bring it up much faster than just you know ego lifting or lifting completely for strength Next is to train the muscle group in different rep ranges and sets. So novelty is important for, you know, building muscle, losing body fat, etc. in general. And it also applies to bringing up a legging body part as well. You know, if you're always going in, doing three sets of 10, you know, 45 pounds on each side, session in, session out, that's all mm-hmm. you're doing. Not only are you not going to progress, you know, just overall in strength. and you know,
1: Yeah, your body's just used to it.
0: Yeah, but... You're not going to bring up a legging body part especially as well yeah, if you're you- not doing any novelty you're not throwing anything different at your body I want and, to do
1: like the exact opposite um, in that situation
0: yeah and it's harder to connect when you're doing you know lower sets lower reps because again that's usually more for strength so i would say prioritize maybe more higher rep ranges here mm-hmm. um, so you can get more of a pump get more of a connection focus more um, on lighter weight and the movement yeah. itself instead of you know we're five sets of five or we're just going heavy it's more like a
1: two times 20 what like two times 20 like
0: yeah i mean that'd be great but again you don't want to stay in that range for too long no
1: yeah
0: adjusted to it but yeah higher rep range i think is more ideal in terms of bringing up a legging body part i wouldn't say any more than 20 and 20 is probably the limit i would go and then you're probably pushing more like yeah endurance based but next up is to hit the muscle from different angles. So not all portions of certain muscles run the same angle, which makes it important to train that said muscle at a variety of angles, especially when we're trying to target and bring up a specific muscle. So for example, to target more of the quads on like a squat, if you put like a five pound plate, a little skinny five pound plate under your heels, this is gonna increase the range of motion at the knee. And then boom, your CNS is gonna tell your quads to recruit more muscle fibers there's going to be more quad activation simply by elevating your heels just a few inches off the ground. And that's just an easy example mm-hmm. of how switching the angle a little bit can you know, allow you to target a completely different part of, of the body, especially if you're struggling to connect to the quads, let's say, um, in your barbell squat. Doing something like that can make all the difference just simply by elevating the heels just a little bit. And especially if we're training uh, at the same angle every single time, day in and day out, And, you know, trying to connect, but we just can't. We just can't seem to connect. You know, try switching up the angle. Yeah. And we're missing out on benefits as well if we just train in the same angles all the time. Mm -hmm. So something like literally throwing a couple five-pound plates, one plate under your heels during a squat Mm -hmm. can make a huge difference.
1: It makes me think of even like for laterals, for example, if you're standing doing laterals, try sitting and doing
0: laterals. Mm -hmm. Like
1: little things like that can make a big difference too.
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Switching from standing to sitting. Um, sometimes it makes the exercise a way harder or taking mm-hmm. away, um, like on the same example of laterals, um, like if you swing, you use a lot of momentum to get th- the mm-hmm. weight up, you know, leaning like against like a doorway with your head yeah. or um, single arm and grabbing onto something so you can't swing. Yeah. Even stuff like that can make a big difference in terms of connection and, you know, getting a pump mm-hmm. into that muscle. Next is to play with tempo. So focus on the eccentric and concentric parts of the lift. Eccentric is the way down, concentric is the way up. Focus on the squeeze and try like adding a hold at the bottom of a lift. Mm-hmm. Um, the eccentric part, you know, do five seconds up, five seconds down, et cetera. Try that. just playing at the tempo a little bit, adding an isometric, like, I don't know, a wall set maybe to activate your quads yeah. in between sets or something like that. Like something to just get that muscle group firing and train a different tempo. Like if you're always, you know, just quick up and yeah. down on your try bicep curls really or, slow yeah try going you know again five seconds up five seconds mm-hmm. down or even something like 10 seconds up or three second hold or whatever mm-hmm. you can really play with it and doing some, stuff like that um, can allow you to connect as well especially if you're holding like you can definitely get connected yeah but it's important to prime as well so when we go in and do that hold we're connected to the right muscle that we, we want to bring up yeah Next is to practice the movement off days, like we said before, especially the ones that you struggle with. Um, this is important for connection mm-hmm. and bringing up that legging body part, of course. Prime that legging muscle group. Practice mobility here to work on sticking points. So when you go in to your next session, you're not you know tight. Yeah, uh, maybe you have a knot in your back, or you have the certain tightness in your hips that prevents you from getting full activation of mm-hmm. your hamstrings or. Your, you know, your chest, whatever, whatever and I, it is.
1: And I sometimes think that lagging body parts do have to do with if you've had, like, a previous injury, too. Sure, yeah. So that's where you definitely want to address stuff like that is mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, you're getting it opened up, primed.
0: Yeah, because you could be over-undercompensating, too. Yeah. If you're, trying, like, you're conscious of, like, your shoulder that you hurt mm-hmm. or your knee. So you overcompensate one side or... Yeah, you go in super tight and that can also cause imbalances, cause, you know, tons of issues that um, you couldn't even be aware of in the moment, but yeah, practicing, unlocking your body, practicing mobility here and just taking some time to practice certain movements or lifts that, you know, you want to use in your training and, you know, will help you grow that muscle group, but you can't connect. That's when when it's important to, you know, practice the priming, practice the movement. So you're doing both. So when you go into the actual lifting session, when you do those things, You're going to connect right away and you're actually going to, you know, connect to the muscle during the movement Mm -hmm. as well. Lastly, is to use a mirror. And this is just a great way to connect to your your muscle. Just Mm -hmm. using mind-muscle connection this way to see the muscle, to see it contracting, you know, see the pump, see the veins, whatever.
1: Even if you don't have a mirror, just sitting and looking at it.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you
1: can, like some types of movements, like you can't, like your back, you can't sit and look at your back. But, you know. If it is your chest and you're doing dumbbell chest press, like sit and look at your chest. During the movement? During the movement. What? Just How? look at your chest. Just, you know, head down, look. Mm. Sometimes that helps me <laughs> when I'm, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm weird. How am I
0: supposed to look at my shoulders when I'm...
1: I don't know. Look <laughs> at your biceps when you're bicep curling. Yeah. I, sometimes there... Oh,
0: wait, there's certain movements. Yeah. Some ones you can't. Like a bicep yes, curl yes. you can but that's what I was like, saying
1: some things you can't some things you can yeah I <laughs> get what you're saying okay <laughs> ideally just use a mirror yes <laughs> yeah, it's just
0: a great way to you know see the muscle you want to connect to the one you want to bring up the one you want to use whatever it makes you feel good as well like mm-hmm. if you see a little pump coming in there like oh I'm feeling it yeah and ho- even holding like after you do bicep curls like sitting there and like fl- don't be like douchey about it but like yeah. flex a little like activate it a little in the mirror and like see it feel it and then when you go into your next set or whatever, you know, I think mm-hmm. it makes it easier for sure. Just yeah. something simple as that, using a mirror, looking at it, holding it a little bit after activating it. Mm-hmm. Like you see bodybuilders do this all the time. Like after every lift, they flex in the mirror and like, you know, yeah, or- they're doing that usually because something like this. Like they want to bring this body part up or connect yeah. it or more, but.
1: Or when they're completely done with everything, they'll
0: just kind of like squeeze like everything. Flux. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Well, that is it for this episode, guys. If you gained anything from it or liked anything here, learned anything, please hit follow or subscribe wherever please. you get your podcast. You can also leave up to a five star rating in review. Again, wherever you get your podcast, go follow us on Instagram at the Finding Fitness Podcast or email us at the Finding Fitness Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Spotify playlist of workout tunes that we love that we are going to link in the bio for you to <laughs> check out if you want some workout jams to jam out to in your next lifting or training session <laughs> we also have a blog post that logan has yet to post a blog on it's the podcast.com.
1: yes i will get that up soon
0: we'll see you guys in the next one
1: bye